We're doing it live. <laughs> <laughs> what a start. We're doing it live. We're we're doing it live, Greg and Jordan. It's Kyle here <laughs> with Brigham Young Money, and we are back again twice in like a few days. I don't know. Greg and I, I can't remember what day that this was. Is a, was that this Thursday? is a record. I don't it was remember. Friday. That was Friday. It was definitely you Friday. you have been in a white hot rage for the past few days, uh, time kind of just stands still and you kind of lose track of what day it is. Yeah. Yep. It's, uh, it's been a weird, it's, it's been a bad one. It's, but I will say it absolutely is, but I will say, I just want to, uh, uh, at the top of the hour, please just like, again, emphasize how important donations are, but also thank everyone who's donated so far and told us about it for us to send you some stuff. Because it's, uh, according to Jordan, it's sounding like uh, that's been happening quite a bit. So, first of all, thank you everyone who has donated to a local abortion fund, whether that's Utah's abortion fund or another state's. Uh, that stuff makes a, a super, super important and big difference. Um, and, you know... When we when we spoke last, uh, it was it was basically it was the day that the the official announcement was, or the the decision was released, and we talked about Utah's trigger law. Um, they didn't have one of the ones that was going to immediately start or the thirty day thing, but they essentially just made it immediately start by using. Um, well, they announced it in one of the most freakish press conferences I've ever seen. <laughs> Maybe we should put the audio in or something, but. I can't even. I don't even want to uh, summarize what that woman. Who was? Who was that woman, Jordan? I feel like you would know. Oh, it's um. What was her name? Hold on. Oh, is this the? Is this the like? The it was like the we trust thing. It was like we trust women to regulate their own regulate semen the intake. Int- yeah, dude. Yeah. Every single person in that is the biggest freak imaginable. I cannot. Can you imagine the browser histories in that meeting? <laughs> Yeah, you know what? The one thing I had about that like press conference is like I could legitimately say like I've had dark thoughts about literally every person that was in that room that I cannot repeat for legal reasons. Yeah, Gail Ruzica was there just looking just like the queen of England in like the worst way. She looked like – I mean, she might have been happy on the inside, but she looked terrible. Yeah, that Um, was her happy too. She looked like one of the gremlins from Gremlins too. Okay, if we know something though, it's like like being right wing and like just being like filled with hate ages you in dog years, man. Mm -hmm. Like every like Matt Walsh, for example, he's younger than I am, and he looks like he's seventy four. Yeah, someone also got him today with the. Do you think this is this is a, a human being or whatever? Oh, yeah, it was an, been, an elephant fetus. Shit lately. The other yeah. one was the dolphin fetus with Charlie Kirk famously, and then someone got Matt Walsh today. Um, but yeah. I will say also, um, friend friend of the pod Sarah uh, asked or was talking to the Utah Abortion Fund, and they and in response to you know ad- abortions being completely, I mean realistically completely banned in Utah. Um, she asked, uh, like, they just had a conversation about where the money, like, why it's important to continue to donate. And the reason why it is, of course, is that that money is going to go to, to people who, um, you know, will help them get to where they can get an abortion, which um, yeah. will not be in Utah um, no. in almost every case possible. But the good thing is, like, with our geographical location, too, it looks like Nevada is expanding abortion rights and so is Colorado because um despite being geographically geographically centered in the same area as Utah is much more philosophically enlightened 
Yeah. Yeah. It kind of feels like Colorado is really just like Utah's like cool older brother who sells us weed. They still have a very similar governor to Cox. That Jared Paulus is like, yeah, he's a big piece of shit. He he's a Democratic version of Spencer Cox and just as uh, dislikable. So they got Ben McAdams as governor. I mean, it's what it, like what's interesting about that. Like some of these states, also like Montana in particular, is that this was like enshrined in their state constitution and like a woman's right to get an abortion. Um, so they don't have a trigger law and abortions can still take place. Also, have you guys noticed how scared like mo- almost every older Democrat is of the word abortion? Oh, yeah. Like, they don't ever. I mean, I know Bill Clinton, like that was a big thing. But like even now, like Nancy Pelosi, Hillary Clinton, uh, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, like none of them say the word abortion and it's weird. Yeah, like the only like older Democrat or Democrat aligned like politician who says abortions like Bernie Sanders. And I that's know. It. I think, yeah, I think I heard Elizabeth Warren say it. Um, they're just, Guys, it's we need to have abortions. <laughs> like she, I mean, it's so weird. Like they're just still scared of, of the concept. But I will also say um, I was, you know, when we talked last also, we talked about the concept of like, you know, it being abortion being allowed for the quote extreme cases of rape and incest. And um, it to if a woman's like health is in jeopardy, which, again, is a very nebulous line, um, and like very ambiguous. And it like it's not really up to her if, if uh, my my facts are correct. And like there are still a whole bunch of hoops that a woman would have to to jump through. To be able to get approved for an abortion, even in these uh, yeah. these yeah. cases. Yeah, even with these like clearly defined areas where it would still be allowed under a lot of these trigger laws, is it allows for something I like to call state fuckery, where yeah, essentially right. you can you can make things so hard to do that they're essentially impossible or they're greatly limited to any scope of it. And I mean Utah's trigger laws is a perfect example of that. Right. Yeah, so I think this was – yeah, so sorry, continue. Keep going, Jordan. Oh, no, like Erin Albertney of uh, Axios. I think I'm saying her name right. She she follows me. She's – She's very cool. She's a, the new Axios thing in Salt Lake, right? Yeah, she left the trip to go to Axios, <laughs> which is cool because now she just runs like essentially a news bureau here in Utah, which is pretty rad. Uh, she did a great article on on the medical exemptions to the abortion, how it would work too. And she makes some really good points. There aren't enough OBGYNs in Utah to keep up with demand. Like we were at like 86% of like the, the need we have. And yeah. for some of these things, you have to have two doctors sign off on. Yeah. And if you can barely find one to help you, like, what are you going to do with two? Yeah. And I mean, also it comes down to this too. Like it's going to be hard to find a doctor who's going to want to sign off on things and face like a class B felony. Yeah. They, it's like they could face 10 years in prison, hundred thousand dollar fine in, I think Utah in particular, in a lot of States, yes. some cases it's way worse in some States. It's even worse than that. Texas, um, you can get life. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I don't know what state this was in. Uh, this is a story that this nurse shared. Um, but it, it was talking about how it, uh, it says she works on in the on a small NICU floor. She said our trigger laws went into effect immediately after the decision after the decision. 
Of course, we had a woman with an ectopic uh, walk in at 11.30 p.m. last night. We had to basically sit on her until the doctor could speak with a lawyer. Her ectopic ruptured. She then did not get a procedure done for another nine hours because the doctor was working with the lawyer for so long, trying to work around the laws and not lose his license. By the time she had her procedure, she had over 600 cc of blood in her abdomen. She almost died. I'm scared of how often we assume as nur- or how often we as nurses are going to be see things like this now and not be able to do a damn thing about it. And ba- I mean... Like in a lot of cases, like the treatment to treat like a um, a miscarriage and an abortion are the exact same thing. And then we've just added like a massive layer of complexity around these, you know, the the acceptable reasons that were um, that were being sold as, as like, oh, it's not it's not actually banned there for all of the good reasons or the OK reasons or the reasons you can live with. It's still legal. But it's, of course, it, I mean, it might be legal, but in practice, it's been completely um completely de- demolished it's gone yeah if you're one of those people out there who's been sharing articles about how the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints is oh somehow pro-choice go fuck yourself shut the fuck up i hate man. that so much i what 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 do they think they're doing with that i don't understand like especially like the the, the Dude, liberal people the only- who are like like oh they're more progressive than the than like the federal government or whatever or the state government now i'm like come on Dude, and that's not exactly a prize. Like you don't you like Real race to the bottom situation. You, you are more progressive than Brad Wilcox. Listen, yeah. listen, listen. You, a lot of people can say bad things about the state of Texas, but at least it's not willing to kill as many people as Pol Pot. Okay, <laughs> like the bars in fucking hell. Yeah, what are you doing? We love, we love a consolation prize, baby. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Utah. <laughs> whether it's allowed or not like on on the books um like we're saying like finding a doctor who's actually willing to go on the record as being someone who's willing to perform an abortion is going to be like it's just not even worth the risk for them of course no like it's yeah just for something that's like a basic procedure you're gonna risk going to jail losing your license and pretty much ending your life yeah and we talked about i i think when when it was when the brief was first leaked like a month ago or whatever like we talked about um, you know, these other exceptions, again, the fact that these are like the acceptable reasons or whatever is so obnoxious. And I hate the way that all this is framed, but just taking them at face value, like the whole rape and incest one. Yeah. Famously, uh, we live in a society and have a law enforcement apparatus that famously believes, <laughs> uh, women who have been raped or sexually assaulted. And like, also, um, you know, does a charge have to be involved too in order for them to, for it to like actually take place? I don't like the logistics See, of this seems so insane to me. The state That's, bill just says reported, which means like you have reported a crime, which means it has to be investigated. That's what I thought. It's just like, like, like at that point, that's probable cause. And then they're going to dig into your ass because yeah. that's what cops do. I mean, the whole thing is insane. It really yeah, is. Like, there's really no bad. part of this. It isn't like, oh, well, you know, there's good intentions there. It's not. The whole no. thing is just a bad faith attempt to punish women as much well, as humanly possible. And that's and that's the big thing is like you have this decision, but it doesn't seem like a lot of people like it seems like a very myopic view of this is just like, oh, great. Babies can't be murdered anymore. Not understanding that there's like a whole house of cards that just fell underneath it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And like you, you like nobody is actually parsing through the wreckage right now. And, and like it is intentionally damaging and intentionally ambiguous. And there are there are so much more repercussions to this than just like this black and white interpretation. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Utah's, like, you know, ever had any sort of baggage with dealing with sexual assault. I mean, it only took no. him like a decade to clear through like 11,000 rape kits. Yeah. Which is oh, how man. it took that long to find Nick Rossi slash like <laughs> Arthur Knight and all that. So yeah, it's not that's like the fantastic. church's law firm has a, uh, a sexual assault hotline or anything like that. Yeah. It's not like the church's school's police was like using sexual assault reports to go after students and report yeah. the honor code off. Exactly. That's like there's so many like in this state in particular, like, of course, like at large, like women just are so heavily discouraged from reporting this kind of thing. But in this state in particular, there's like even more of a disincentive to report these things. So it's just, um, you know, specifically at BYU, of course, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's really bad. Um, there's just absolutely no way around it. So even though like, I mean, there was like a, a, uh, I think a certain level of complacency that's just been there for, uh, decades now where, you know, politicians didn't feel like they had to deliver on their promises of codifying Roe. Um, or just, you know, a constitutionally guaranteed right for women to be able to have abortions. Like, um, like there's going to be a level of complacency that takes place in blue states as well, I think, right now. And then what's going to happen is I think that, you know, the Senate Congress might flip and then there was going to be a Republican president. And then we could see a federal ban on an abortion by like 2024 or 2025. Yeah. Mike Pence already said that's what we should do. Yeah, and like, why would they stop now? Like the, oh, like they the, don't have to. Like we the, already, the we're already seeing it, man. The like, broke. yeah, like, we, like, what are you gonna do? Like the hypocrisy of like, well, we should return to the states. Well, I guess you don't believe in that. It's like that's not gonna stop them. Yeah, they no, don't they, care. No, yeah, like, and and like, we're already seeing it with like the decisions last week, not only with Roe v. Wade, and then today coming out with the. Uh, the whole prayer decision. Oh man. And then like you hear, you're hearing memos that like the EPA is going to get gutted within the next week. Like, yeah, yeah, man, the dam is broken. And the fact that like the right, the right one. Yeah. There's no other way to say it. Like they're spiking the football and dabbing in our faces now because they can, because they have all the control. Yeah. Congratulations. Welcome to America. Pick a fence around a house now has more rights than the person. Yeah. 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 Uh, EPA is another one. Uh, of course, like like you mentioned, Greg, that's going to be another one that's like EPA versus like West Virginia or something. Um, there's the prayer one that was mentioned. There's been a bunch of like that kind of like religious freedom stuff. They're on like the Utah legislature tra- trajectory where they just try to squeeze in as many dog shit, awful things to make people mi- miserable as they can and they are doing really well at that so far and they're going to continue because this court is very much um hell-bent on their ideological project that they've been working on for decades so yeah i mean and and this this tweet i i forgot his name i know he's, he's part of the trillbillies um and i'm i'm blanking right now but it's at 
Borg posting. He said it. He said it perfectly. He said, "LOL, Republicans are getting away with more under Biden than they could under, or than they could accomplish under Trump." Which goes to show that a long-term ideological project and the bottomless resources to fund it, to be frank, is a hell of a lot more transformative than uh, begging people to vote every few years. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they played the long game and they won. Yeah, because, you know, they actually stuck to like an ideological project for more than four fucking years. So, yeah, they I, actually I, believed in something and they do and they do something other than just like hold their voter, vote, voters hostage. Like that that's the thing that is they continue to like uh, like hit me over the head over the last week. It's like we've seen this for how many decades now where the Democrats just straight up extort their voters, where it's like You're you have to now. Yeah, you well, right, right. Yeah. And it's I, I like what's the plan moving forward? Because it's like you can't you can no longer when you failed this bad, continue to hold like you have to vote for us or the bad thing will happen to you when the bad yeah. thing has already happened. And this is something the Democrats have done now for decades with not only uh, abortion, but like who was it? Was it, I think it was Ted Kennedy back in the 90s that put a bill up uh, to raise the minimum wage and Clinton killed it for the sole reason of being able to campaign on raising the minimum wage, which is like Democratic Handbook 101. Yeah, he really <laughs> needed that to beat Bob Dole. Yeah. yeah. But still, like that's the strategy, though, of like it's they're not. It, it's not to like actually make people's lives any better, but it's like a way to fundraise and and like ostensibly hold power. It's a lot of personal projects where we've seen over the years for yeah. sure. And liberals, they believe in the institution. So, yeah, liberals are going to keep asking, well, do you really want to save democracy until they start receiving answers they don't like? Yeah, because 100%. you can only do this so many times before it's like, no, go away. And like, uh. I can't remember. I read a bunch of stuff the AOC said, or I can't remember if she if she if she did it in like a video or an interview or what it was. But I think it was a thread. Okay, it was a thread. Then I think there was. I thought I heard something, or maybe I just imagined her voice in my head. Anyway, she said some some like obviously. I think she has a better perspective on this than a, the Democratic leadership, which it's it's astonishing that Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi are still in Democratic how? leadership. It's just Absolutely it's just incredible. How? Um, it's just yeah, amazing. Like, honestly, with, with the biggest ideological failure in, I don't know, 50 years, yeah. 60 years, at least since like the Vietnam War. Like, like how do you not fall on your sword after I, this? I have, after this, especially like how like in it, it, it's insane like they should have been like the fact that it's even gotten this far is ridiculous but the fact that it has like there should be no questions at all about new, uh, new leadership pelosi spent the last month before this decision like championing and 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 protecting and endorsing henry quaylar yeah, Quayar down in Texas who did get who was a straight up pro life. Yeah. Yeah. So what I was gonna say is like AOC like talked about some things that they could actually do in the short term and she made it clear that the you can't like Democrats can no longer just be like vote for us and we'll because the you know abortions on the ballot or whatever because clearly they that's been on the ballot for forty years and they've done nothing to actually make it um, a guaranteed right that can't be undone like this. But um, she mentioned a good example of this dynamic is that she she meant like one of the things that she mentioned was being able like opening abortion clinics 
on federal land in red states. And then like literally just today, Kamala Harris like went on the record being like, oh, yeah, no, we're not looking at that. Like we're focused on the election this fall. And I was like, awesome. Perfect. <laughs> That's so it, awesome. You <laughs> know, what are you focusing on? Like, it's, give me what, what is the strategy, Kamala? Like, what is the motivation for us to go to the polls in November? I would fucking love to hear some sort of coherent strategy, some sort of way forward, some sort of fucking way out of this. Like, tell me, yeah. Kamala, what yeah. are you? What the fuck are you focusing on? It is, it is funny that they put her out there, of course, because anytime she's in front of cameras, you know, it's because they need someone to take a bullet. I've, so I've been rewatching Veep, and it might as well just be a documentary on, <laughs> on her. Like, it's honestly, it's it's the saddest thing ever because there's like this powerless woman who's just like hammered from every side because she has no power in the prison. Hates it's brutal. her. And, it's really brutal. I mean, and like we know, we knew Joe Biden's record on abortion, how we thought about it, how we talked about it. Um, and we knew that during the primaries. And so like it should be no surprise that we don't have someone who's willing to actually go to the map for this kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, and of course, this is the same guy that went to bat all those years ago for Clarence Thomas to get a SCOTUS seat. So like... Chickens come, chickens come home to roost, motherfucker. And like Listen, the whole, it was, they lied to us about like at the time when the it, fucking uh, Susan Collins and like yeah. Joe Manchin thing. Shut up, dude. It's like like oh, we I, knew I, they were lying at the time. <laughs> Everyone tweet, told you tweeted that. it out, and I and I said it again, and I'll say it again here. Like the only way that any of these people could actually get like a morsel of redemption is to like. Go on CNN and just Bud Dwyer themselves. Yeah. <laughs> that would definitely make it the history. Yeah. Books. Bring bring a sack lunch, guys. The, the, yeah. It's 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 amazing. So, yeah, they like uh, Manchin and Collins both came out talking about how they felt like they've been betrayed and they've been lied to by Kavanaugh God. and Coney Barrett. But oh, how God. they if promised any- that Roe was settled law. And, of course, I mean, it's so funny that they would even say that because – We've been well aware of this project forever. That's why Democrats have been running on it forever. And so uh, through – yeah. At this point, like if you still believe Susan Collins and Joe Manchin's bullshit, (laughs) then like there's a – there's a fraction of of the responsibility or the responsibility that falls on you. Like I mean you're you're just Charlie Brown with the football at this point. Like – Stop buying the bullshit. I I had a thought earlier today and it sent like a chill down my spine. Can you imagine the type of person that still cares about like the January 6th hearings, but (laughs) and still thinks they're going to matter? Who? They were never going to matter. Yeah, never going to matter in the first place. Imagine being the fucking Palmer report right now. (laughs) Yeah. Occupy, Occupy Democrats. It is it is so interesting that whole thing because like I mean there were <laughs> there was interesting <laughs> stuff that like I learned I was like wow that's that's crazy and like the more I learned from like like when I did get bits and pieces from the January six stuff I was just like so like everyone's just like fine with this now like they, they announced that no one's going to be charged and then they continue to just like <laughs> have hearings about yeah. stuff that is just like really insane. Turns out the Trump administration were sacrificing children on January 5th, but nothing's going to actually happen. Anyway, back to you in the studio, Marv. 
Yeah, it was like the it, it really just came down to like a vibes thing where Mike Pence got scared and he was like, no, nah, I actually don't want to do it anymore. So and like <laughs> that's like was the difference between them actually trying to do this. Like, I don't and I think that they they really just looked at it and it was like eh, Biden's like doesn't really matter that much. I think as the, that was the calculus, like if there was was yeah. if Bernie were president, would it have been different? Maybe. But I like, know, man. It was it was real. I got two weeks left on this job. Energy. Yeah, it was like. Yeah. I mean, it you know really what? got so close that like, uh, you know, Ron Johnson had like a letter to give to Mike Pence to really just throw the whole thing off and uh, to say that they didn't know where the electors were coming from. And he, Mike Pence, was just like, mm, "Nah, we're just gonna give this one up, boys. Maybe next time." And that was the one, whole two, thing. three Cancun. <sighs> That was the yeah. whole thing. He was just like, actually, I could, I could use, I, I want to go to Cabo. No, yeah, man, he was like, nice he was in like, January, bro. He was like Mike Conley in the playoffs. He was just ready to go home. <laughs> yeah, like it was just like a end of the day. It was like, eh, both teams play hard. All right, let's get out of here. Yeah. So they're just <laughs> like, all right, that's it. My so God. yeah. Um, so things are things are good. How, I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it really sucks. It really sucks. And like the worst part about this is, is like, if I mean, like ideally, in theory, this would make like a, a big difference. Like Roe being overturned would make a difference this fall. But it's like Democrats are probably still going to get washed. And then, like I said, like we're on track for a federal ban. And then it's like, then what? Like we're in real then what hours? And I have no idea. Um, yeah, like they they announced they're gonna go for gay marriage, pretty much. So, yeah, um, yep. It's uh, like it kind of feels like an inevitability, right? Like are, they, are we gonna balkanize? Is that what's happening? Like, I I have no idea. I do kind of feel like I do. I, I'm kind of starting to subscribe to like the great divorce theory. I mean, it's it's weird because, like, I mean, super super strong blue states. Like, I, I don't know what's gonna happen with them in relation. To like an extremely Republican federal government, like I, I, I just have honestly no idea. So I have no idea. I, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I look forward to serving alongside you guys in Gruesome Gavin's uh, New California Republic <laughs> People's Army. Uh, <laughs> we're all, yeah, dude. We're just, we're all gonna just dress up like Lord Humongous and just like, yeah, drive our our giant uh, souped up war machines. From that stretch between Vegas and Barstow, we're we're just gonna have fallout, but with no nukes because like the entire like West is dying anyway. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I mean, and the the other thing is this fall we really couldn't have picked a better year to have literally not a single uh, person on like the national level to vote for that is even remotely acceptable. So, hey, listen, Evan McMullen's statement was really to the point, despite the fact it was two paragraphs long and didn't really say anything. I, I mean, man, man, the, the amount of people who were like reading that and like, wow, that really resonated with me. It's like, cause you don't believe in anything. There's nothing yeah. there. He said like, we need to stop this divide and maybe come together. And then just like, that was it. And I, I love, I mean, I think that's, that takes us into a, a good, that's a good segue into what we wanted to kind of talk through today, which was, of course, a, a lovely opinion piece by the editorial board of the Deseret News talking about what is essentially like a total of like 50 people in the country talking about how like this is the chance where 
conservatism becomes like uh, social democracy, but without abortions is like how they're pretending like this is going to go. You know, honestly, (laughs) enough people confuse Liz Brunig for Bethany Mandel anyway that it kind of doesn't make that just kind of happens. Whatever. What's the deal with that? Like I I saw is that like a thing? Did someone tell Liz Liz Brunig something about killing her grandma? But it was they really were thinking of Bethany Mandel who wrote the article about how she should kill her grandma or whatever. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> but honestly, if someone ever confused me with Bethany Mandel, I would just video game myself right there. Like that's yeah, it. Dude. Like end yeah. end of game, man. Game over. It's that's done. really funny. Yeah, I I saw I saw that. Oh God. Um, anyway, I actually yeah I I, I don't want to I, I can't think about that. So this is going to be a thing where um i've 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 seen this from the you know the people who claim to be the 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 compassionate conservatives um the ones who actually like to pretend like they do care about women um and they're using this as a way to they think they're going to be able to prove that it's like um it's like the mormon it's like your mormon friends that are cool with you ordering a like a glass of wine at dinner with them. <laughs> yeah. See how, see how progressive we are. Yeah. So, and, it, and of course the, this is basically in response to, you know, the argument that Democrat or that, that Republicans aren't, can't, you can't be pro-life because as soon as the baby is born, uh, it's basically just free for all. Um, so this this opinion piece from the Desert News editorial board is called "With the End of Roe, America Must Build an Infrastructure of Life." What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. Cool. I, I mean, I'm sure that means like universal health care and like you know daycare and maternity leave and all of the you know the other things that go along with being a parent. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you get a coupon to Barter Town. <laughs> yep. So let's go. Let's go through this. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's good stuff. Um, The most important work of the anti-abortion movement may be what lies ahead in a post-Roe America. Now, more than ever, it's crucial for people of faith and good conscience to lend a hand in building a renewed infrastructure of life. Why now? (laughs) Like, like, honestly, like you're talking about, like building up these infrastructure to make sure like women who get pregnant have like the resources to not like fall into the number one cause for poverty for women, which is pregnancy. Right. But why now? Not why not 50 years ago when it first happened? I think it's because they feel guilty at some level. Right. Like they or they, they I think they don't like the way that they are now perceived again, because. Regardless of the fact that the that the right wing in this country has gotten everything it's want it, it has wanted in this capitalist society for it, the entire country's existence, um, aside from some a few hiccups like uh, you know Roe v. Wade being one of them and gay marriage being another, like they don't like that they can be be portrayed as the evil ones in uh, in media on TV and movies. They don't like that they that people don't like them. It's a, yeah, it's, so, a, it's a PR problem. That's what it feels like. Yeah, it all goes back to that, like, they don't win the cultural battles. They just yeah. win the power battles, and that yeah. pisses them off because they want yeah. all, everything. They want to be liked as well. They want to be I the mean, cool – yeah, they want to be the cool kids. It's like – yeah, it's the Trump syndrome, you know, of like, you know, Trump 
Trump had the majority and was able to get his tax cuts and a bunch of other stuff, but like yeah. was still not like universally revered and therefore like wasn't ever happy. Yeah, Israel's a really good example too. Yes, like they perfect can just completely, they have, can have an apartheid society, but they aren't happy with with the reality that they've created. So they have to, you know, pour tons of money and into you know uh, local races or a state level or count or uh, like there are those insane like local representatives in New York who are just huge APAC receivers. It's like what? <laughs> yeah. It's it's the same thing for why you have to sign a loyalty oath to work for, for yeah. to work in the oh, state of Texas. Texas. Yeah, or if you have a contract with someone in the state of Texas, like that's an inefficient state capacity. It's that's crazy. So fucking yeah. dystopian. Awesome. Yeah. Like if you're a Utah company, I could, do we do we have that law? I don't think we have that law here. I, I, I don't think we do. Which is really I weird. Were, when you I consider they were the, vote on it. I can't remember. It's that's really weird when you consider the connection between Israel uh, and Mormonism. Yeah, I wonder what the official Mormon view is on that. Like, maybe I can't remember. Does like Israel need to be destroyed in order for like Mormons to uh, the Jews two point to come take it over? I can't remember. Well, we need the gathering of the tribes. And, okay, and, where does that is, happen? Is that Missouri or is that? In, it's actually uh, it's a it's a spinoff of the uh, gathering of the Juggalos. <laughs> it's in Ohio. <laughs> no, um, it's in the forest in Ohio. No, it, it's in Israel. Um, and in the latter days, um, there's supposed to be like the big battle at Megiddo, which is Armageddon, I guess. Okay. And then uh, Jesus is supposed to descend upon the Mount of Olives, break open this thing, and the Jews are supposed to flee to safety from like whatever hoarding army is coming. Okay. And then they're supposed to see Jesus and see the wounds on his hand and realize, oh my God, he's the one, and then supposed to beg forgiveness at his feet. It's not an anti-Semitic religion at all. No, that seems normal. But Okay, I, I hear you, but what if like instead of the gathering of the tribes – we just take all your t- your tithing money and we we get VIP tickets to Coachella and we just do it there. Oh, sick! <laughs> yeah, hell yeah! Cool. All right, that's that's second wave. I who's, love it. who's performing this year? <laughs> A bunch of we bands. Had it. We missed it. We don't. We, we missed this year's next year. Hopefully, hopefully Frank Ocean finally comes back. Oh hell yeah! Uh, the Supreme Court's decision to return abortion laws to the states is the right one, legally and morally, and we hope it will ultimately do what Roe v. Wade never did, calm the debate over one of America's most divisive issues. Nope, sure. shut the fuck up, suck it my dick. It will definitely do that. Eat yeah. my it asshole. will calm all the feelings. <laughs> there hasn't been massive protests with like cops shooting tear, tear gas yeah. in the people. That suck will calm everything down. Yeah, or uh, what's her face from Full House? Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, Stephanie. Yeah, they, the cops like well, threw they fucking Stephanie like RKO'd her. Yeah, what was yeah. that? I like, mean, just, like, gave her like she, a forearm <laughs> shiver with a nightstick and just be like, crazy. and like, dude, if that's what the cops are willing to do in broad day, just imagine what the fuck they'll do when the cameras are off. Okay, here's a question I have for you guys. I so this this one in particular is like, it's it's. We talked about this before, but um, the whole it, it, the, the decision belongs with the state. This this feels like the most logically inconsistent thing ever, because idea like in their minds, they say that abortion is murder. So they're there. Do are we, am I really supposed to believe they're OK with murder being legal in California, but not in Utah? Like, is that is that like the thing that they're claiming that they actually do believe? No, this like, is it the- should be illegal because it's murder. 
but it's okay if it's in another state, not in our state. No, this is their boiling frog moment. I mean, this is like seeing what they can get away with now so they can expand it further like, later. Like it, that's it's it. so insane that they can eat like the editorial board can even pretend like this is like that. That's actually what they believe. Like if you actually believe this is murder and we they don't. This is all this is about is controlling people's sex lives. And they don't want people having sex for fun. They don't want people having sex for anything other than. Uh, procreation or whatever um, yeah, and they man. think that like that's that's what this really is about is controlling people's like decisions that they if, deem to be immoral if you're not yeah. pulling it out through the pee hole and thrusting three times then you're a sinner <laughs> yeah I mean I wonder what like the Deseret News and the church by extensions views of states rights were when it came to Prop 8 because they had no mm-hmm. problem with going across state lines to fund as much as they can and had like call centers at BYU and everything yeah. trying to influence that vote. So that wasn't very close to the epicenter of of the state there. That was two states over. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty weird. But maybe that's I mean, states rights ended in the 90s, obviously. Yeah. States rights ended. um we care about states' rights only when we can, like, make sure that uh, certain people don't get bused to our schools. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So, yeah. We will hope it will do what ult- – uh, what uh, it will ultimately do what Roe versus Wade never did, calm the debate over one of America's most divisive issues. That's amazing. <laughs> that won't seem possible initially. The buildup to today's decision on Dobbs versus Jackson women's health included the unprecedented leak of a draft opinion, which further inflamed political rancor. Still and caring the, about that. Yeah. Well, what's interesting. You're still I'm, hanging I mean, on to that shit? It's super clear. It's, I think it's, an, it's super clear what that was intended to do. I mean, one, it was we leaked to the Wall Street Journal, which, I mean, I think we know which side of the aisle there is a little closer to that uh, publication. But, I mean, it, it did exactly – what uh, they were probably hoping it would do. It, it split the anger and the up the uproar over this decision. I think it split it kind of in half. We had the one obviously a month ago and then and then now. Um, but all like it it solidified some votes, I'm sure, on, of the Supreme Court as well. So I, I think it was pretty clear what the intention was and it was pretty successful, I would say. But Not, like and again, I feel like we're kind of we're kind of missing the point or, or like kind of burying the lead with this, too, in that like the the decision was leaked two months before like the decision was actually made. Right. And there was nothing but inaction yeah. by the Democratic Party. Again, like they, 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 had, they had two months to do that. They had 50 years. Greg, they, they had like row. at least one vacation scheduled in there. I think right now. I mean, too. OK, so. fair. I get it. Like my ties are way more important. Um, Listen, we have to celebrate the birth of our nation before we can do anything of action. Yep. The abortion bans will still be there when we get back from recess and we do nothing about it. But it's cool because like, you know, we we really need to not focus on this and we need to focus on Joe Biden saving us all 16 cents. I I swear to God. July barbecue. If AOC ever primaries Schumer, I will max out to her. Dog, I, I will move to New York. I will rent an apartment in Brooklyn. I will commit so much voter fraud. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, yeah, like every day should be just everyone should be calling for the, those people to resign. But anyway, 
Um, this won't be. This won't seem possible initially. Um, let's see the leaked uh, And in the coming days, things could get even worse. There have already been critical, credible threats of violence at crisis pregnancy centers and even churches, as well as threats <laughs> to the lives of Supreme Court justices. One group has called for a night of rage over the decision. Okay, point by point on that one. First of all. Um, I can't believe that anyone would dare harm those fake medical centers that are just there to do nothing but like, but like confuse pregnant women in their time of crisis. Like, yeah, that's fantastic. I, I would, I would sure hope no one throws a brick through those windows. Yeah. Um, also like the night of rage, uh, that didn't happen except for like cops beating the shit out of people. Yeah. As we always see, and then we, we hear the, we hear the announcement from Joe Biden and and crew about how like it's important to remain peaceful, how we cannot be violent. And then literally all we see is just cops beating the shit out of protesters, journalists, former child actors whom are beloved. And just it just sucks, man. It, like that. There's just never any at all accountability for anything cops ever do. And that's all understood. But still, every time I see a video of a protest or if I see it in person, whatever, and I see cops doing their thing, it's just, it just makes, it's just, it's one of the worst fucking things. Uh, and it just happens over and over and over and over again. And we can, I, I, it, I guess it was in 2020. Do you, do, you remember, uh, do you guys remember that thread on Twitter where that guy was just basically documenting videos of cops abusing protesters? Yeah. And it was He's like. still going. Oh, is he going? It's just yeah. thousands of tweets yeah, long. Greg Doucette. Like he, it's. it's <laughs> It never stops. It's a, it's it's honestly extraordinary. So there's that. And then, like, I will also mention that something I saw over the weekend. Uh, do you remember how a bunch of states basically legalized people in cars to run over protesters? Yeah, yeah. that's a thing that that can just happen now and has happened over the weekend. So. Oh, God. Like, it, it's really hard to not call like call what's going on right now. Fascism like it's, it is. It's exactly it, what it is. How can it be anything else? It's so hard because you don't want to sound ham-fisted, but there's you're, you're having Rock, a hard time fucking, finding a word for it. It's fucking here. The problem is, is that like it it like doesn't carry any weight. It like doesn't make a difference. And even though like it is, like it it doesn't ring true for like it feels like we're just screaming at the sky. So, I mean, that isn't that the whole point of the podcast? Yeah, that is true, and yeah, to but, funnel people's money to yeah, that too, and to be funds. be a slush fund. I, and I do love that about this. So, and I will say that that's just going to continue. I can't remember if we announced it on when we, yeah, we put it on the Twitter. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I knew we did it on Twitter. I can't remember if we said it in the episode, but that's, that's where all the money's going. Um, anyway, so continued, we call for peace and a renewed focus on the vital work necessary to care for women and their unborn children. It's time to build an infrastructure of life. Yeah, the man, we got, we got our way. So like, can everybody just chill out now? The Apostle Paul wrote in, in Galatians, the law is a teacher. In a democratic society, laws don't just reflect a society's values and norms. They also have the power to shape them, especially, especially when they some are, fucking fed sock freak like interpretation of the law, like a couple weeks after her, like the report that her or his. uh What is it? His wife. His wife. Yeah. Melts her fucking brain with Facebook memes. Yeah. Oh, also Q's back. If we didn't mention <laughs> oh, that. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Welcome. Oh, oh yeah. I remember that article. I think it was like the New York Times was talking about like Ginny Thomas's friend. Just like she fell into a cult one time, and they couldn't believe she fell into another one. It's like <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's super awesome. Uh, let's see. 
especially when they are moral and just talking about the the laws that can shape society's values and norms. But the law must also be cradled in a society built to sustain it. The nation has much this this is so insulting. The nation has much work yet to do in order to extend a sustained support to those who find themselves in a circumstance, economic or otherwise, in which they might consider an elective abortion. Um like we have done this country has done decades uh since like the fifties, especially to just completely dismantle any of like the weak support that did exist. And it's just a continued project. Yeah. So, man. um, yeah, I think we're a little late for the whole extend sustained support for people who find Sorry, themselves. You're not going to fucking innovate and disrupt your way out of this. Like, I, I think the thing that really gets me about it is, too, because like before Roe, like the way to support like unwed mothers and all that, too, was essentially to throw them in maternity houses that were nothing more than jails. Like, honestly, if you ever read up on like U.S. maternity houses, which was like in the 50s and 60s, where your parents sent you there because they were ashamed of you. You weren't allowed to talk to other people. You weren't allowed to send mail. You weren't allowed to do anything like that. And then, you know, also social workers would just call you um, neurotic or hysterical so they could steal your baby. Um, You know, the great stuff. That was the good time of America. (sighs) Man. Yeah. Well, to be clear, the Dobbs decision does not outlaw abortion. Here we go. But it sends the issue back to states where legislatures and communities can undertake the appropriate democratic processes to create laws that balance interests that align with community values. Again, we are talking about something that they call murder in other states. I just want to make that clear is that yeah, they it- are claiming that they are now very this is just an adjudication that's so fair and just and it's just sending it back to the states because it's reflective of the communities and values but this is all like they're saying that that's about what they consider to be murder so it's just bullshit it's it's just complete bullshit it really is too especially like the whole state legislature with the interests and that aligned with the community (laughs) like when was the last time the state legislature had interests that aligned with like the majority of the state not even like counting like the majority of like people in like (laughs) salt lake county or salt lake city where all the money and the people are like do you want it's, to know why they want they, they are so obsessed with sending stuff back to the state? I'll give you a hint. It's because state legislatures are even less representative of the of the, the, uh, the population. National. Yeah. Yeah. They're because, even more fucking there's even like fewer regulations and laws to prevent them from just being like outright just complete chills for any of the local industries. Like there's even less control over that. Especially in a state like Utah that has a veto proof majority. Yeah. Like, not, like, not just that, a that's not democracy. I just a veto proof majority, like a majority that's even bigger than what like the North Korean Communist Party has in their legislature. Like, congratulations. You're up there with like a communist dictatorship. Yeah. Cool. But like also just think about this where like with uh, with how interests align too. in Utah, you have to take 45 days off work to be in the legislature. So what that means is the only people who are able to be in the legislature are essentially landlords, lawyers, small business tyrants and cops. That's about it. Yep. Yeah. And like, I mean, there's a reason that like, despite all the talk about like affordable housing, the only uh, the only 
actual response and plan seems to be continue to build more four-story luxury apartment buildings <laughs> that are like just completely developed by people who have ties to the state legislature. Doc, so. there, like there, there is a proposed affordable housing unit, uh, possibly going up pretty close to my neighborhood and you should see the fucking yard signs in my neighborhood. Yeah, I know. I do. I do love the, the Mormon Utah real estate, uh, Politburo we have. It's really great. We're, we're really doing it justice. We'd love to see it. Love it. I mean, it really is just like, yeah, it's a real estate corporation, like, uh, cosplaying as a legislature. I know. I mean, that's like every mayor in the, in the country of these, especially in blue cities of red states or whatever everywhere they're all just like mascots for the police department and real estate developers and they don't do anything other than just declare you know whatever yeah dude like same shit's going on in seattle and atlanta and denver and yeah every other city in america man i mean we saw like what happened in in san francisco with like chesa boudin and like how he was just blamed for like literally everything that he has nothing no control over yeah it's just astonishing but every city is essentially running the scam from police academy Mm -hmm. three where it's just like we're gonna just like make crime seem like it's up and then buy up all the land and then just like do you guys think that like the Democrats just continue to punch left because it's the one fight they've won over the last 50 years. Absolutely. <laughs> like without a doubt. I mean, yeah. even at like the municipal level too, because they can't like say like, yeah, listen, we suck at this. I'm sorry. Like we should probably do more for programs, but it's like, uh, actually the one guy who says he doesn't want to arrest everyone. That's why every single problem in the city is horrible. Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm going to take over and give the cops $900 million in their own F-35. Yeah. And just speaking of that, there are two things in my head right now that are driving me nuts. And I'm going to fucking commit seppuku if I see another like Ruth Bader Ginsburg tribute. Yeah. And like if I have to see another like. What's up with the signs everywhere in the city? What's going on with that? It's yeah, it's like these like Ruth sent us type signs of like a woman belongs. I'm, like, I'm gonna in, kill myself. Yeah, man. Just I'm gonna fucking I walk in I And in, I, just, in I, mean, I really don't like to be like doomsday like that, but holy shit. Like And on that on. just on that same topic, if I see another fucking Ukraine flag in the Abbey dumb fuck like trying to rehash twenty sixteen it goes it's so it's so i'm good. gonna have to check it, myself in somewhere man like <laughs> listen can't I, keep having this conversation after six years man not when your fucking candidate just decided to not campaign in the midwest listen man all i gotta say is i respect the ruth sent us signs because much like ruth bader ginsburg it was far too late to make a difference <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, maybe Fuck. they're just being really, awesome. really smart with it. That, that's very avant-garde. I gotta if give that them is, that. If that is in fact the intention, I completely retract my it. statement. They're crushing it. Um, it continued. A majority of citizens today disapprove of elective abortion in the second and third trimester of pregnancy. Americans also Where see the, the importance. Where the vast minority of them happen? Yeah, which is a hilarious thing to yeah like. This Supreme Court decision has not only like completely even more demolished Americans' faith in the Supreme Court by a, a large majority, uh, but this decision itself is incredibly unpopular. So, but again, like they don't, they don't fucking you, care. Desiree this is exactly what we people. mean about about 
fascism and like the complete like erosion of democracy like it doesn't matter like on both sides of the aisle we see these issues like abortion like health care like like you know free college debt relief all of these things are incredibly popular and that people want and like we don't get any of it yeah it's no. not going to actually happen like the will of the people isn't has no influence yeah, yeah, on, on the pillars of power I was thinking about this the other day, too, because I was driving around Salt Lake and I would just kind of started noticing things, too. The only politicians bumper stickers you still see on cars is just Bernie. Yeah, you don't see literally anyone else's. You don't see Mitt Romney. You don't see you don't see Joe Biden. You sure really don't funny. see Barack Obama. But you see 2016 Bernie stickers everywhere. You see everywhere. Bernie stickers everywhere. That is really and funny. Is that, I didn't even think about that. I did. I did wave to someone with a Bernie sticker the other day on my street. I was like, "Yo!" And they had probably had no idea what I was waving at, but I was waving at their sticker. <laughs> Who the hell's that? Yeah, they're like, "Hello." <laughs> That's that's the thing too that just blows my mind is that like in 2016 and 2020 Bernie just absolutely cleaned up in Utah, and like we there's that that should alone should be evidence enough to like adopt a platform that is similar to Bernie's because oh, like that would be how you win in this in this state right and that's how you or build a coalition at the least it's it couldn't be worse than what they're doing now <laughs> like at least build yeah, something that least, actually yeah, but ostensibly like that, could are, help people those are the seeds like we've talked about planting seeds those are the seeds right there right, man like exactly. you've got the evidence you know what works but again like it's yeah. not about it's not about what works. It's about what fundraises and makes money. Like we have Jenny Wilson, the fucking county mayor who endorsed Evan McMullen writing an op-ed about how like removing Roe v. Wade is, is detrimental to America and democracy. Yeah. Like yeah, you go five tweets down. It's a picture of her and Ben McAdams, like at the Utah, at, like oh, Democratic also convention, uh, like, an anti-abortion, uh, representative the guy who said he was more anti-abortion than mia love that's awesome great dude great work it's it's all paid off so yeah greg you're right plant the seeds plant the seeds the soil's here but instead of planting the seeds they're just throwing it at some fucking concrete over and over and over again i mean wondering wondering why it doesn't work and then like blaming the left and being like this is why we can't have nice things yeah, it's like yeah, my vote for Hillary in 2016, with or without it, would have definitely changed yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, my my vote for Hillary in 2016 in fucking Utah, where Trump got 60 percent of the vote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on, yeah, like come on, man, like don't tell me that like in a country where it's so hard to vote and we have the electoral college and all this other bullshit that voting is the answer. Yeah. Yeah, you know what's crazy is like, you know, this whole decision, I think, I I wonder what this does long term to like the more just like normie liberal people, because there are people I mean, this is a this is a deeply, deeply unpopular decision that the Supreme Court made. So like for these like normie, like liberals who have who have trusted the Democratic Party as much as they have, um, a lot of these people tend to seem like younger on the younger side and like i just wonder what that does 
long term or like what the actual uh, it, it, it just seems like there is like a, a weird generational divide on this kind of thing that's why it's it's, it's it is so amazing to me that we still have like uh, chuck schumer and nancy pelosi running the fucking show because like with normie liberals are like really 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 pissed off at the democratic party right now because the chances have been there and they haven't taken them so i don't know i have I, there is some like hope that there is like room for radicalization at least it's you know on a relative scale in this country for younger people who are seeing like just these acute failures that have that have just built up over and over and over and over again and that clearly something is fundamentally broken so i mean mean, i've seen like i've seen i've seen optimistic responses but i i just worry we're too far down the path and i don't know what like a future looks like when we have I mean, the makeup of the, the the current makeup of the Supreme Court for like another thirty years or whatever. So you you are starting to see a break in certain ways too. Like for example, in Nevada, like the Democratic leadership was all replaced by like Democratic socialists. Yeah, like like Bernie Kratz at their core. So yeah, and, and then of course like the Nevada Democratic Party just like squirreled all the money away in the DNC. But you yep. know, yeah, eh. yeah. I, I it's. It's just interesting. Like there are things that like, I mean, we talked about this when we had the Starbucks folks on just like people are seeing the failure of, um, you know, a lot of politics outside their lives. And I think there's been a lot of momentum on controlling what you can control and just when organizing your workplace is a good step forward in that direction Um, and just less faith in electoral politics, uh, especially at the national level, because my God, what a, what a disaster. Um, Anyway. I think that's uh, gotta be like, again, this is not like a happy thing. And I I definitely want to make that known. And I'm certainly not celebrating. Um, If there is at all any sort of like silver and I uh, like grayish lining, it's it's that it's that people are starting to come yeah. to the realization that the Democratic Party is not here to come and save you, and like voting is just it's not enough. You know, you see the uh, there was a, a video of Beto at a protest um, about, and there was a, there was a bunch of people right in front of him saying like Democrats, we call your bluff. Voting blue yeah. is not enough. Like hundred percent awesome. If that if that's if that's what happens, like. I guess I'll take it because it's better than nothing. Yeah. And and I will say that, like, <laughs> to be extremely clear, uh, in reference to people like, you know, like Jimmy Dore or like Tulsi Gabbard, the answer is not Republicans, like 100 percent. That just uh, that I don't know. That doesn't that shouldn't need to be said. But there seems to be a contingency of like this, like national socialism type people that think that you're going to do that you're going to do socialism through the Republicans or something, which is just a complete goddamn no. joke. You're, you're yeah, not. man, they spent the entire existence <laughs> fighting socialism and, like, doing coups and genocides yeah. and shit. But, like, I'm sure they'll come around. Sure, man. The, yeah. so, so, like, just because like, like Josh Holloway and, like, Tucker Carlson will say, like, one or two things. It says, like, that's, like, throws a bone to class warfare yeah, or something. Yeah, 100%. Like, that. like doesn't mean they give two fucks about you. Yeah, absolutely. It's... And like these are two sides of the same coin, like the the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. And so like anything, 
like the hope that I have is that there's actually like a groundswell of support and it's not going to be one of these like meme parties, like the people's party or whatever, where you just get like Brianna Joy Gray or whoever to just, or Andrew Yang's nonsense to prop up this weird little like uh, third party online. Like there was actually going to need to be something different. You, that's you actually have to like a supplant the Democratic Party. That's the only thing you do. You have yeah. to supplant them because yeah. with our wonderful first pass the post system, no matter what, like it doesn't give a whole lot of room for third parties. They don't exist. Right. The only reason we've ever had like a third party supplant of one of the first parties is because the Whigs were dying and the Republicans could finally merge with like the Free Soil Party. Outside of that, it does not happen. Yep. Let's see. So, I, so to, get, to get back to the article, I, I like how these two different – these two – Sentences are framed. First one, a majority of citizens today disapprove of elective abortion in the second and third trimester of pregnancy. Next sentence, Americans also see the importance of access to quality reproductive health care for, for women. Both teams can, play hard. <clears throat> both teams play hard. It's funny that they just uh, <laughs> conveniently leave out the fact that majority of Americans also are God, against Rashid Wallace write this. And a majority of Utahns supported yes, Roe. Yes. Like, it was like yep. 58 to 42 for people who either wanted to keep Roe or expand it. Yeah. And like, I was thinking about this in, uh, in, um, Matt Leck was talking about this on the, on the majority report. I, th- I think he's from South Dakota. I don't know. He's from like that area. Um, but like Christy Nome was, was, was on, I think she's the governor. She's psychotic, but she was like on talking about this on a national news channel or whatever. But like, uh, there was an actual like state referendum on abortion in South Dakota that failed like back in like 2008 or 2009. Like this is, this is not something that's just like a popular, like, so I love this framing of like a majority of citizens disapprove, like, and how this is like creating uh, laws that, that balance interests and align with community values. Like, no, it is not actually. Yeah. And and with Utah's trigger law too, I can guarantee you that they're going to do everything possible to try and stop any sort of like public referendum on it. hundred percent. They will. Oh yeah. That would be the, no. the the thing the state hates almost more than uh, the federal government itself is like a, an actual referendum from all people because they would actually have to learn what the majority of state thinks about. No, man, they're going to so. they're going to. Yeah, they're going to put this thing in concrete. We saw concrete. how they did like what they did with the with the marijuana legalization for uh, medicinal. And, they were just like, oh, Medicaid my God, ex- no. Yeah, and Medicaid expansion. <laughs> Medicaid and, expansion. Yeah. And and the uh, redistricting. Boundaries, yeah. Like everything about that. Yeah, and the way that they the way that they got away with murder and just snuck in the trans ban as well. Like these aren't people that we can fucking trust. Come on, man. These guys hate the people more than they hate anything else. And that includes like all the traditional (laughs) enemies of the Republican Party. Dude, the state is a more is like a more is a stronger consolidation of power, which is why it's living with the states. It's not living with communities. It's living at the state level where they have even more of a barbaric control over everything. It's crazy. It's just such a microcosm of the bigger like culture war politics problem. Like it's not again, it doesn't matter what's popular or what people want ultimately it's about control and power and like owning the other people's sides like we can just you know like brad wilcox can tweet his fucking liberal tears picture with gop todd or whatever else and like that's ultimately <laughs> all that matters right like man i forget todd none of these people exists. fucking care or believe I in anything. they just really want hard. other people to feel like shit I try hard really not to not think about GOP Todd. 
You gotta get blocked by him. It is bliss, man. I'm telling you that right sounds now. Nice. I think he blocked me as well. Or at least people I don't know, maybe I muted him or something, because I don't know. I don't get his tweets in my timeline anymore, which is nice. Darn. Yeah, he's really cool. Um <laughs> Let's oh, see. So, oh, like, yeah, a, I got a, a list couple, of uh, things our legislators have said about please. this. Band yeah. too. Uh Senator Kurt Bramble said in an, an email to a constituent, the explanation is that the, quote, trigger law will stop the barbaric slaughter of innocent unborn, unborn children. Normal shit. Uh, Senator Dan McKay said, life comes from life. It is a gift from our Heavenly Father. It is eternal as he is eternal. Innocent life is not sent by him to be destroyed. I mean, except That sounds for- like someone who's definitely okay with an abortion after a rape. Like that, I've heard the whole thing, like we don't compound mistakes when we're in reference to a woman having an abortion after, or we don't compound like evil or whatever they say. Uh, yeah, that's that's a, that exact- mindset where yeah. even if you're raped like it's still divine it's still it's you know it's, it's still here you know it's still a bundle of joy it's still you know against your will sometimes yeah. you get you just you get a present that you didn't expect surprise also we all love surprises that, also what does it say about miscarriages yeah it's like oh, i like, guess god just didn't like you this sorry shit is so incoherent it's unbelievable yeah, all but of this it shit matter. is like nailing yeah it's all like nailing jello to a wall like trying yeah. to get them like to like keep down like what's an actual definition of life what's actually like what's god's divine nature and what's not it's it's impossible and yeah. also my favorite quote of all rep carrie ann lisenby the one we talked about earlier Quote, I got a text message today saying I should seek to control men's ejaculations and not women's pregnancies. I do not trust women enough to control when they allow a man to ejaculate inside of them and control that intake of semen. Thank you very much, uh, Representative Cum Dumpster. Uh, that was yeah, really man. Uh, cool. Jeez. Is she just going to change your last name to Swallows? No, I just found that it funny too brutal. because like she like had to clarify her comments. She was like, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I, I meant like, um, you know. Um, did she really? Yeah, like the trip <laughs> did that too because like Brian shot. Like, sorry, sorry, trying to delete. <laughs> yeah, like oh. Brian shot like as she's like, did you really mean that? Because that was pretty fucked up. And now every national outlet's picking up oh, on it. it because it's it's been. Weird. Dude, yeah. it's fucking everywhere. I heard I it on the Trillbillies today. I oh, was like, oh, really? wow. Nice. We've made yeah, a big time from Utah, that's cool. dude. I love it. We're just it's good. It's good. A good branding exercise for the state, yeah. folks. Brian if you Smith ever want to have proud. a conversation about how fucked up Utah is, yeah, our DMs are open. Legislatures yep. are best suited to balance the. <laughs> I I like I cannot. How can someone actually write this about the Utah State Legislature? Is just it's is balanced. Yeah, the Lord think, of the fiefdom knows best for the serfs. It's so insane. Legislatures are best suited to balance these important community interests. The Dobbs ruling moves abortion laws out of the courts and closer to citizens. The decision nudges the needle toward life, yes, but allows for reasonable state measures to hopefully protect the health of pregnant women while per permitting abortion procedures in cases in which the health of the mother is at risk or there are fatal fetal abnormalities or when a pregnancy results from rape or incest. Listen, plebs, we moved it to the local ivory tower, okay? Yeah. I mean, this is what we talked about Plus, earlier. How, where does like, this, yeah. how does a decision from the court like move things closer to the citizens? 
There's this. I yeah. mean, explain that to me because there seems to be a whole lot of like dissonance and disconnect there. Yeah, no, I, I really feel like, you know, there's local control when something is decided by nine people with Ivory, <laughs> yeah, with Ivy League degrees. Okay, I'm sorry, eight. Uh, Amy, Amy Kobe Bryant went to Notre Dame, so I guess that doesn't count. Yeah. But yeah, like eight people with Ivy League degrees and six of them are like Opus Dei psychos. The only form of local control that we've seen, that we've nearly seen regarding the Supreme Court was when somebody flew across the country to... Uh, doorbell ditch Brett Kavanaugh. So, um, <laughs> uh, abortion. Oh, sorry, abortion. Sorry, Jordan. Jordan sorry, <laughs> abortion opponents are celebrating today, but a sobering responsibility awaits them and the entire country. It actually doesn't. Uh, they're going to oh, be doesn't. partying about this forever, and it's just going to get better for them in particular. It's dabs for till the end of time, man. That's right. Every American- single one of them is going to be going to turn into Liz Brunick. That's what's going to happen. America needs thoughtful states. Yeah. We're all going to turn into socialists. Yeah, America man. needs thoughtful, thoughtful states in the evilest country to ever exist. Yep. You got it, man. It's awesome. America needs thoughtful state laws and equally important communities that construct an infrastructure of life. Okay. So they're talking about communities. So that means in order to get receive any aid, your ass needs to be in a pew. Wait, I feel like we had a really good episode about that type of relationship that certain people in utah have with a certain organization bishop Um, shopping baby maybe i could be wrong maybe people could listen to that because i think there's a real big problem with that type of mindset but anyway maybe maybe a precedent yeah possibly And, and we we need to build it with help of those who are unhappy with today's decision and those who fear it will be harmful to women because it will be no fucking suck my dick i don't want to talk to you uh, Princeton University scholar Robert P. George urged fellow pro-life friends to re- read Abraham Lincoln's second inaugural address. Quote, let us not exult over those of our fellow citizens who see the demise of Roe as a disaster. Malice towards none, charity for all. Yeah, really great job uh, referencing uh, Lincoln's second inaugural address where nothing fucking horrible happened after that, especially not like the federal <laughs> government just abandoning large swaths of people in areas as do reactionary state governments. I love that they like are pretending like we're going to have like a successful reconstruction <laughs> era of the United States post row. It's just amazing. Yeah, the first one went great. Yeah. yeah, it was so good when the federal government turned over states' rights after Reconstruction. Everyone was happy. Yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing was bad, bad happened, and we all lived happily ever after. No pregnant woman should lack for love or necessary health care and material assistance in post-Roe America. No father should be left ill-equipped to take on the shared responsibilities of parenting. Reading a lot of shoulds there, not a lot of woulds. Yeah. I, I mean. Uh, yeah, man. It's agreed? like. <laughs> it's like what my grandma told me when I was a little kid and I asked her that I wanted a cookie. And she said, well, Greg shit in one hand and want in the other and see which one gets full first. And this is also just like the most like, like fucking bullshit argument ever too, because like these guys know that yeah. nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Like, we, we can't even pass. We can't even get rid of fucking like <laughs> student loans that are owned can, by the federal government. We can't like, get states to accept Medicare grants that were given, yeah. that are given. Like there's money that's been sitting there specifically for states that refuse to take 
Medicare. Utah tried to get out of taking Medicare yep. so they could put in a Medicare work requirement. Yep. Like they yeah. took less money so they could like try and punish poor people. And you think they're, they're just going to change this on a fucking dime? Yeah. I know a dude in Idaho who's been on that battle in Idaho for a very long time trying to get people to essentially, I mean, to try to get the government to essentially just give the people the money or give people the health care that the that the federal government is paying for, but they refuse to. So, um, yeah, we're so uh, sorry. Uh, Deseret News editorial board. We are very close to the helping every, like making sure that no father's ill equipped to take on the shared responsibility of parenting and no woman will go without the, uh, they'll all get love first and then they'll get the necessary healthcare material assistance in post real America. <laughs> I can just guarantee that's going to happen. But you got to go to church first. Sorry. Sick. <sighs> Yeah. Uh, the Dobbs ruling is an important moment in this country's history. Uh, true, I guess. The American law should protect unborn life. Constitu- <laughs> Sorry. Constitutional law should be guided by the Constitution's plain meaning. What fucking plain meaning? Means, absolutely. This is just a uh, pablum. But whether or not this ruling brings about greater political peace will depend on the nation's ability to construct and sustain an infrastructure socially, spiritually, <laughs> economically, and otherwise that, perfect, that protects all forms of human life. And that'll be the fucking day. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. We can't even pass a child tax credit now. We can't even pass an extension for school lunches. Yeah. What makes you think that we're just going to be like, yep, we're going to build a new social safety net to take care of unwed mothers. A group of people that the Republican Party has cared about for our long and storied history. Yeah. Yeah, they're acting like like just this the healthcare that, you know, people have had to, that been able to get up to this point has just been, you know, completely free. Like are they are they familiar with any the way that anything works in this country? Like this is just so oh. irresponsible and yeah. just stupid. Oh, they <laughs> are, are these, are these the same of course these are, these are the same people who say that like cops and the Pentagon and everything else needs more money. So it's like I mean, yeah. like you got you got to find the money somewhere, man, like and they're not going to like they, they don't support what would the, the necessary steps it would take for this infrastructure to be built. I mean, they're very aware of what the state of America is like the fact that they're saying like we need to change all this. This is just them so they can point to something when you call them a fucking psychopath. They'd be like, oh, I actually do want like, no, I do. I am pro-life because we should take care of these. <sighs> These children that are born, we should take care of their mothers and we should take care of their fathers and we should take care of all of them. And we actually do believe in being compassionate. And and again, though, it's always it's always that it's we should, we should, we should, we should. But like none of them actually believe in the steps it would take to to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's just lip service. It sounds good. And, you know, like, yeah, like life is sacred, blah, blah, blah. But we need to we need to go beyond that and like protect the mothers. It sounds great. It's wonderful PR speak. But when you actually want to talk details of how it like how that would have to come come to, you know, come to be like it's radio silence, man. Can't wait for the op-ed from the Deseret News editorial staff talking about how we should decommodify housing and healthcare immediately. And yeah, and how like dude, zero gonna, profit motive in any of it. As we, soon as soon as like Trump gets reelected in twenty twenty four, we're gonna get op-eds talking about how entitlements need to go. 
Yeah. I mean, you're going to probably get those now too, because they'll just talk about like, well, you know, they're being abused by people who refuse to work and, you know, do the jobs that need to be done. Don't you see that there's a hard labor market out there that needs to be taken care of? And it, it's all horseshit. They, none of these people care about anything other than themselves. I mean, like the only reason they care about pro-life is, I mean, the same reason that anything other, any other like conservative ideology happens is because it's the ultimate, like, own the libs mm-hmm. because everyone's upset about it. This is a dog shit country. I mean, it's really bad. Yeah. And so, I mean, it, it's like, just like, maybe we can revisit this when they uh, do a federal ban on abortion in a couple of years, but yeah, um, we'll be doing this from an internment camp, but it'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that's the that's the end of the the Deseret News uh, little ditty on on abortion. So that they, is the last episode of the podcast ever. Oh, it, it did actually. It ends with uh, this work is now more urgent than ever. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to. Oh my fucking god! All right, I just went to the Deseret News page really quick, and here is the top. A story on there right now. Would expanding COVID nineteen safety nets for paid leave and childcare be good or bad? Awesome, fucking sick. <laughs> Definitely believe these people really want to help mothers. Yeah, that's uh, one of those institutions of life or whatever bullshit they were saying. God, what what craven people! I would love to read the comments of this article. In, in- oh. Oh, hey, our good friend Bethany Mandel has an article, too. Democrats think abortion is the winning issue for November. Here's why it's not. I mean, thank you, Bethany. <sighs> it's going to be something about, like, well, my kids don't go to school. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know about why people wouldn't vote for them. My kid won't stop eating their masks. Um, yeah. I it's, just wrote it's... a book about Douglas MacArthur and how he bravely stood up to those bra- those evil, vile veterans on the bonus march. <laughs> She's still writing love letters to Roy Cohn. Oh, dear. Well, anyway, so, so a few other things. Uh, as of today, there was uh, – there was essentially what equates to like a 14 day stay on the Utah trigger law. So I guess abortions can resume for the next uh, 14 days. This is as of um, June 27th. Uh, but obviously this, this will likely be short lived A judge granted this, but it's probably going to go to the Utah Supreme court and I'm sure they will. I bet we can all guess how they will rule. It's, uh, it's going to be pretty obvious, but, uh so yeah there's that but more than that like i mentioned at the beginning like it's important that we continue to support uh grassroots local organizations that are as much of direct aid as possible that help people get the health care their abortions that they are choosing to get that they need to get etc because that has been a guaranteed right in this country and should continue to be absolutely and um, um yeah also thank you for everyone who's already donated to our little decal giveaway yeah. thing i really do appreciate that uh we're i think we're close to like 15 donations already too i think we've already crossed like 450 dollars just oh, yeah. in like the last two hours or so since oh, like we, we started love, recording love see that. so you're killing it 
love you all. Like I said, Patreon money is going to go towards uh, this as well. So this is kind of our new pet project for a while, just to make sure that we uh, take care of like a real pressing need in the state. Yeah. Maybe just forever. I don't know what's it's, 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 uh, it's, it's bleak. It's bleak times, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of depressed ever since the ducks left. So <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Rest in peace, big guy. That's right. Well, uh, guys, any final thoughts? Um, uh, we live in a horrible place and, um, <laughs> you know, every single day it just like fills me with more dread, but yeah. you know what? Um, the avalanche won the cup. So I guess that's cool. Obama had a veto proof majority. <laughs> <laughs> he could have just got rid of the filibuster and essentially just ruled by detente, but whatever. Yeah. I got to like a really cursed part of the internet earlier and I was seeing all these like Obama era memes that were like the relax, relax, I'll handle it type of memes of Obama. Daddy's in charge. Yeah. Like that's. Yeah. Classic uh, 2009 memes are really uh, they're really bad. They've aged super well. Well, everyone. When it's time to go to bed, whenever you're reading or listening to this, open a rage comic and take some solace in the fact that we have each other still. So that's better than nothing. <laughs> well, uh, please donate. DM us. We'll send you stuff. Uh, yeah, we'll just DM keep that us. Going. Text us on Signal. We got that. It's posted on the Twitter too. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. If you don't want to share your address over Twitter, which I cannot blame you for. Oh, yeah. That's a we good call. have a signal set up now, too. Um, it's in our Twitter. I'll throw it in the uh, in the uh, show notes, too. So feel free to text us on there, too. And also, if you just want to let us know about things, too, you can also use that. I don't check it all the time because it's on my iPad. But because <laughs> I don't want to have, like, my signal mixed with on your phone shows so yeah 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 Yeah, it's a good call and if uh all else fails we'll just establish some type of anarchist pony express and we'll get some decals out to you so don't even (laughs) worry about it all right everyone thank you for listening thank you for tuning in thank you for donating thank you for supporting this show continually because your money's going to a good place so uh yeah thanks everyone bye right bye